This isn't just a review. We're going beyond that. I'm Kyler. And I'm Dallin. And we're here to talk about the moments, magic, and memories that we love in film. There's a lot to hate, but if you look a little deeper, there's so much more to love. We hope we can pass that on to you. Yeah, not for the listeners, but for us. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knows how long it's been for them? It could be any amount of time. Yeah. For us, it's been like, what, three weeks or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. I mean, freaking life and work and stuff oh. just not getting along. <laughs> I will say this, though. It feels good to be back. It does. And and we're, I wouldn't say we're back with like a banger. No, yeah. But we're back with something that just, it feels good. Yeah, And it it's does. nice and it's chill and it's relaxing. And it was just a fun movie to watch. Yeah. And I'm glad I got to watch it with you. Yeah, and we got to see Kurt Russell kick some butt. So, yes, you know. indeed. <laughs> I, I love me some good Kurt Russell kicking butt. I mean, I I would not trust a person if they didn't. That is a fantastic point. Anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, we are talking about Stargate, and not the TV shows or any uh, you know millions of episodes <laughs> that they have, uh, but uh, the original Stargate movie from 1994... PG-13, it stars Kurt Russell, James Spader, Jay Davidson, and uh, Vivica Lindfors, directed by Roland Emmerich, yeah. who directed Independence Day, Day After Tomorrow, lots Which, of big disasters. Of course, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about directors, especially not 90s directors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, that's another that's thing. That's why we got you. Yeah. And that's another thing, is it's our first movie that's not uh, in the 2000s. That's true. We're, yeah. we're trying to reach back a little bit. Yeah. Now, we don't have too many of those movies, but... Uh, at least not yet, you know. But, yeah. uh, well, I'm sure we'll get to some more, but yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting to look back a little bit further, because you can yeah. see a lot of the just, like, huge differences mm-hmm. in, like, style and, and the cinematography and just, like, the visual effects and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. it looks really different, but it's not just, like, a it looks different because they use different cams. Like, it right. was made differently. Yeah, and you you can really tell like that it, it dates a movie like and not dates in a bad way, but like it, you can probably just like if you were to give this to someone and be like, what time period would you think that this movie came out? They'd probably be like, ah, eighties or nineties, you know, because it, it just has that feel. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the very beginning, um, I I did mention I was like, are you sure this wasn't an eighties movie? Yeah, because when they first go into like the bunker with some of the the scientists. Um, I was looking at some of those sweaters and I was like, man, I don't know. Those are some pretty 80s looking sweaters. Yeah. And you're like, nope, it was definitely made in 1994. Uh, yeah. And I was like, hmm, I guess that's not too far off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, year before I was born. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and we're freaking old. No, we're not that old. But. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's just, it's fun to see these kind of movies and kind of see the time capsule that they preserve, you know, kind of the, the way that they made films back then. And like, you know, obviously if we have any older listeners or something, you're going to think that the 90s isn't that far yeah, back. And you're going to think, oh, these, these little whippersnappers. <laughs> but like just, I mean, if you look at how movies were made 20 years ago, it was fairly different. Yeah. And I know I've, for sure, I like to look at the like visual effects and stuff like that. And I it was it was kind of fascinating. Yeah. Like uh, there like 
I think the first part where it really stood out to me was the effects on the portal when it first opens. Oh, yeah. Because it was definitely just water. Yeah. Like it was like an actual whirlpool that they just filmed and then, and then composited like super, onto yeah. the scene. And, and I mean, it looks cool. And like, I, I don't think I could think of a better way for them to do that at the time. Yeah. So it's cool. But it's like, at the same time, I can see like, that is definitely just like a whirlpool in water. That they just <laughs> modified a little bit. But it's yeah. neat yeah, that yeah. they put it in there. And yeah. then they kind of went with it because it made it like going through the whole portal is very like watery and like you're going through yeah that that first shot of daniel when he goes through and you see his face come through and like it you see the the side of the military base that he goes through and then you see his face come through the other side that was an interesting shot yeah but it it, again it shows how like how far we've come yeah with visual effects because that was very very different yeah again not in a bad way necessarily no it's just just different yeah and especially, like, you mentioned that there's this uh, kind of pack mule type of creature in this movie that looks very Dark crystal Oh, yeah. And I love the Dark Crystal. We'll have to do it because oh, no. you hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was traumatized as a child. <laughs> anyway, not to, not to go on too big of a But, yeah, and that thing looked very Dark Crystal-y because I, it was a big practical puppet. Thing, yeah, exactly. You know? And, I, and I, I've, I remember there's the one part where it's, he gets this... Daniel gets his foot tied on it. Yeah. And it's chasing him. And I was like, there's like two or three scenes here where it's definitely like two guys and a puppet. Or one guy with like yeah. stilt arms and a puppet. And then there's like two or three scenes where I'm pretty sure that's just a horse with like a with thing the big on its shag back. Carpet it's like, on it. Just looking into how like they had to try these different ways of getting these shots and they had to be yeah. creative about it and not just like, ah, oh, we'll throw in a CG body double, it's fine. Right. <laughs> well, and obviously there's still a bunch of work that goes into modern movies, like not discrediting it. Uh, it at all but like back then they had to be a lot more creative with this kind of stuff well yeah because the technology was so limited yeah so they they had to be very particular about how they got these shots and how they like set things up yeah because otherwise it just didn't look good it didn't work yeah and when they did have CGI back then it's like when CGI first was starting to become a thing it was so expensive so it's like we only need to do it when we can and if it look good you know and I'm sure there's I I mean I know there's several shots but there's probably more than I saw uh, that were miniatures oh yeah which is like very like bread and butter back then oh yeah I mean anything that looks really big just shoot it in miniature and slow it down. <laughs> I mean, they still do occasionally. Uh, like, mm-hmm. there are shots in uh, some of the new Star Wars movies that are miniatures. That, uh, yeah, which is cool. Yeah. It harkens back to the originals. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. And that's that's one thing I really like. Like, you know, there's this whole debate on what's better, CGI or practical. You know, oh, just stick with practical. But I think, you know, working together, visual effects and practical effects are the best. Is because when... Yeah. It's the best of both worlds. Right. You you, you can uh, modify it and amplify it. You know, like, you can make this big, cool, practical puppet, but with the visual effects nowadays, you can... Make it do things that aren't normal. Yeah, possible. exactly. So it still looks it. real, but, like, it has those modifications. Yeah, and I think a great example of that, not to go, like, I guess off on another tangent, yeah. but um, it was... Oh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark uh-huh. that came out, I think, like, two or three years ago. Right. Guillermo del Toro, I'm pretty sure, directed that. He either directed or produced. Or I think it. he yeah. yeah, he was he was involved, yeah, for sure. But like they all of the monsters in that were all practical like bodysuits. Right. But then they used CGI to amplify it. and I know like they're the like main villain who's like the jangly man. Yeah. Who I mean, of course, they, they found like a contortionist guy to play him, mm-hmm. which is 
so like oh I yeah, hate it. Yeah. It gives me like the heebie jeebies to watch people do that. <laughs> but then they also like they, they use CGI to like make him like come apart and like move in ways that even yeah. he could can't yeah. contort his body into. And yeah. It's just like it's just seeing both of it because it's like. The practical effects are fantastic because it's like I can see this and it's yeah. real and the actors can see it and they can play off of that. Like right, they can yeah. act into an object that is there. Yeah, like in this, like when Daniel is feeding the pack pack beast. Uh, I don't even a know can- what it's yeah, yeah, I don't either. Uh, when he's feeding it a, a candy bar, he's actually interacting with that thing. So being yeah. an actor, you know, and I, that probably really helped, you know. Oh yeah, and the other thing I. Just forgot about till now is the, the freaking the robot heads. I'm like oh, the Anubis yes. guys. Yeah. Those things are so cool, and just like all the little like moving bits and like the way it turns around. It's like that. That's yeah. a, it's just this the le- this level of re- realism that you just can't achieve with CGI. And mm-hmm. we've tried. Like yeah. there's a lot of movies out there with fantastic CGI, mm-hmm. like Avatar. Sure. Yeah. We, we talked about that for a while. Where it's like this is amazing. Like it still looks photorealistic to me. Yeah. But then at the same time, it's like, I can tell it's CGI. Yeah. I know it is. And as good as it is, I can still tell. Yeah. But with this, it's like, I almost prefer that it's a little bit janky and a little bit weird, but the fact that it is actually like an it animatronic added to it. that they shoved on someone's head, you yeah. know, went around it for hours on the hot <laughs> sun and whatever desert they shot this film. <laughs> right, yeah. And it just, it gave that, a, I mean, you know, going back to being an actor and seeing that, that probably... You know, it was really cool to be like, oh, I'm acting to this Anubis head, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. And and having it, like, actually do things mm-hmm. while you're on set, it's just... It makes things easier for the actors. I don't right. know if it necessarily makes it better always, but it makes it a lot easier. Right, and that's why I think uh, having the best of both worlds is great. Like, especially a lot of the technology that's happening nowadays with, like, the Mandalorian, and they have the volume, which is... CGI environment, but you can see everything, and uh, yeah. the actors can interact and With the yeah. the LED screens. Yeah, I think it's so cool. Yeah, and so <laughs> you you have the best of both worlds with that kind of thing, and I think this movie really shows why practical is great, but why mm-hmm. CGI can help that nowadays. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of '90s movies that I think would would very much show why practical is great. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people love it. Yeah, and they're definitely not wrong. No, yeah. But I think that when you look at things like like the spaceship lifting off and flying around, mm-hmm. and like the shots from their guns, yeah, the like spear guns and stuff like that, that's where it kind of like falls a little off for me, and mm-hmm. it kind of like takes me out of it because like I can tell that was just sort of like drawn on the yeah. frame mm-hmm. by hand, like right, in, like in the lightning post. when the thing is coming down, and, and it's not bad but it's just like imagine with what we can do today yeah like if we use those same like practical like costumes and stuff like that and the creatures yeah but then also use modern day special effects for like the lasers and yeah stuff like that you just you can't do right <laughs> practically it's just like having both is just really really nice that's where that's yeah. where it all comes together that's why I think it's funny when some people uh, they live in the past and they're like oh movies back then were were so much better so much and I was like on one hand yes on the other hand you watch like like we said we love this movie it was a fun movie but you know you're like wow that was corny oh yeah the, the whole time I was cracking jokes about like goofy things that were happening yeah which adds to the charm of it I think yeah you know, which adds to you know like it's a time capsule in history that 
you know, like, oh, this is a movie made in the 90s, so obviously they couldn't have done some of the things we can do now. Well, and but, just like I said, the style was different. It was yeah. a lot goofier and cornier back then. Yeah, and especially movies like this back then weren't taken as seriously, you know, so yeah. they just made it more goofy because they knew people would enjoy that, you know. Yeah, you gotta have that comic relief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just, it's fun to look back and uh, just see, you know, how a movie like this was made and, you know, like, what they had to do to make it. <laughs> yeah. I think another thing that that uh, sometimes takes me out, but doesn't doesn't necessarily always, is just, like, we've come so far not only with, like, movie-making technology, yeah, but also, like, our knowledge of the world around us and, like, just science and space and yeah. stuff like that. So especially with science fiction, yeah, that's when it really, like, sticks out for me. I'm like... Hmm. <laughs> you guys have taken some significant liberties here with yeah. how science and physics work. Yeah. And I mean, I'm absolutely no expert, but but, but at the same time, it's like you can tell sometimes. <laughs> and so, I think with this movie, like it actually, I there's a few things I was impressed by, and I think yeah. the first one that stood out to me was like when they were sending the probe through originally. Yeah. They could send receive uh, or se- they could send signals back and forth mm-hmm. because the portal was open. And I yeah. was like. At first, I was like, oh, there's there's no way they would know where they are. Like, right. there's no way. But then, like, but, but I was like, wait, the the portal is open. So, like, if the, if a physical object can go through, they can also send, like, radio signals and stuff through it. There might be some distortion. It's like, they could communicate still. Right. And yeah. I guess one thing where it still would be like that wouldn't happen is where they could, like, get the precise location in space oh. of where the other portal <laughs> As it was. was traveling. Because it's like, it wouldn't be able to figure that right. out. Right. But it's okay. It was for the movie. Yeah, um, and and that's the thing too is I think it's funny when people get hung up on that kind of stuff and they go mm-hmm. see a movie and they're like, "Oh man, that wouldn't happen. It ruined the entire movie for me." I was like, "Man, you must not like a lot of movies." <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it depends. It absolutely depends because yeah. if, if we're talking about a movie like Interstellar, oh, which sure. we will talk about hopefully yeah. soon, that movie has to play, has to try really hard to be scientifically accurate because right. that's the point. Yeah. But in a movie like this where it's just like for fun. With aliens and yeah, star aliens and, and teleporting across yeah. the universe and laser guns and, and goofy it, It's one of those more, it's like, kind of more along the lines of like Star Wars where it's less science fiction and more space fantasy type of thing, yeah. you know, like. You gotta, you gotta kind of overlook some of that stuff. Yeah. Because it, it, it takes you out and that kind of ruins the experience and that's not right. the point like, right exactly they don't have to get all the science accurate which like you said with interstellar that was the point exactly yeah yeah and and so like while it doesn't necessarily pull me out of it when it's goofy yeah. and I'm, i'll probably point it out and be like that's not how that works You're right yeah <laughs> that's not how that works but at the same time it's like when it does do things where it's like okay that's actually plausible like that should be how that works i think yeah. that it, it adds more to it right yeah because yeah. they did put in like that effort. It's like, okay, well, at least we tried to figure it out a, l- a little bit to some extent. <laughs> right. And it's also just kind of on that whole, you know, because for ever since we've been studying the pyramids, we've had those debates on, oh, could it be aliens? Could yeah. it be aliens who helped us, you know? And I really enjoy that this movie, it could have, you know, just been a Stargate that you transported to some random planet, you know, that wasn't based in Egyptian mythology, but I like that they took those myths and like added to it and like, Oh, what if the aliens did build the pyramids? What if they did help us? You know, what if Ra was an alien, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's just, it, it's just fascinating to uh, think about that kind of stuff. 
Oh yeah, and it's it's so cool that you can go see a thing like this. Like yeah. I'd never seen this movie before. Yeah. And I'd seen like clips from it here and there, but I think I'd like subconsciously mixed it with a few other old like '90s sci-fi movies and yeah. stuff. Um, so actually going through it and watching, it, I was like, "This is actually this is cool. I yeah. like this." Yeah. And and I think one of, another thing that stood stood out to me a, a lot, I guess, stood out to me a lot. <laughs> Stumbling over my own mouth. <laughs> um, uh, I think was the the like set design, but specifically more so like the costume design. Mm. Of like the the more like Egyptian alien side of things, it just looks super cool, and I like how there's all the the different colors, and how each of his like Anubis minions was different. And yeah, like they, they all had, look like, different. A falcon head and like the and they, yeah, the, 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 someone the had different head. heads, someone had different colors, and they had different like looks, and I'm like that's neat. Because yeah. a lot of times, especially if they were done with CG nowadays, they would have made one and duplicated it. Three yeah. Times, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like in Attack of the Clones, uh, uh, when they didn't make an entire clone outfit, really, they was all CGI. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but that that makes a little bit of sense because you gotta have like thousands of droids fighting thousands of clone clone troopers. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's cool seeing uh, the the hard work that went into the outfits, you know, and how. You know, I'm not an expert in, like, Egyptian outfits or anything, but it looked Egyptian and it looked like... I'm sure they took a ton of liberties. Yeah. But again, does it really matter? <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it looked like something, you, you, at least that uh, general audiences would think, oh, yeah, that's Egyptian. You know, Plausible. That's, yeah, that's Plausible. ancient Egyptian. That's something that Ra would wear. Yeah. You know? And I, the different costumes, too. Yeah. It's like, Ra's pretty full of himself. Yeah. So... Of course, he's gonna have like a bunch of different fancy looking costumes. Yeah, and they're also like wildly different looking. Like I think the black one at the end is really cool. For oh me. yeah, and had the the sun. Uh, yeah, the, the kind of the back the raw sun. Yeah, I really like that one. That was neat. I also like how uh, just Ra's, not just his outfit, but his whole design about how he was like this young boy who. Very androgynous. Very androgynous. Yeah. yeah. When they first saw Ra, I was like. I don't know. Yeah, that's a boy or a girl. Like I honestly am not sure. Yeah, and I think that may have been. I'm not sure if it was their intention, but I think he was just this. It wasn't about him being a boy or a girl. It was about Ra being Ra. I think. Yeah, it was. It was probably. If I could, you know, guess, I would probably say it was. It was to make Ra seem a little bit otherworldly, right? Yeah, because. Like, androgynous people obviously do exist, but at the yeah. same time, it's, it's not what you expect. Yeah. So it, it does it does have, like, a little bit of, like, this kind of sort of pseudo-uncanny valley kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to think about this this person. Yeah. This, well, this and it's also, like, like, Ra was a very... Like, they, they've said it, Ra was a, supposed to be a, a man, a boy, uh, that he took over, but, like, he was a very beautiful person you know like you know yeah. and, and i think that may have been another thing it wasn't just otherworldly it was like he's supposed to be this deity so he's yeah. supposed to look he's, he's like on a different level than normal humanity. yeah he's supposed that's to the point it's supposed to look different it's yeah. supposed to be confusing when you look at it at mm-hmm. first yeah and i know a lot of i've watched you know various design character design things yeah and a, that is a trope that does come up somewhat often when people are like trying to design like a divine being or yeah or something that's like Supposed to be extraterrestrial or, or, you know, extra above us, I yeah. guess. And it's like, I, I want to make it look like it's not a conventional human, so I make it look a little bit 
different. different. And I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't want to come off as like sounding insensitive, but yeah, yeah. Like, no, but I think that's kind of what they they just you know, like you said, they were trying to figure out what would a god look like. Yeah, you know, make you so. pause and be like, oh. Also makes you kind of you know the way that the actor uh, like moved and stuff made you like he moved differently than like a normal person. He was very elegant and mm-hmm. like slow. And so it added not only to his like uh, deity persona, but it added to that like uh, I'm, I'm not a human, I'm an alien. Yeah, and, and like intimidating. <laughs> yeah, he, he was intimidating. Yeah, and just the glowy eyes and <laughs> yeah, that was that was a little spooky. Yeah. And I, I liked how they kind of had it show up like a lot. Mm-hmm. Not it wasn't all the time, but it was every once in a while. Like you do like a little sideways glance, and his eyes just, just like flash for a second. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's a little spooky. Yeah, and that was one thing that... Like, uh, I don't know what it, that means. I don't know if he's mad or he's that, like... Yeah, and that's one thing that happens in the show a lot. Because in the show, you find out that these aliens are called the Gwauld. And uh, whenever, that's a what, funny word. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever, uh, whenever you know, there's a Gwauld that took over someone, their eyes do that occasionally. It was, it, it's, it's just kind of a thing that lets you know, oh, that's a Gwauld. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's really interesting because... I know you obviously you haven't seen this movie, you haven't seen the show either, and it's really interesting seeing the differences that the show takes compared to the movie. Because like in this, it shows that Roz and Alien kind of looks more of the, like that classic little gray, the gray alien with yeah. the little eyes and stuff. Yeah, and in the show, they because the uh, they explain in the movie that they're kind of parasites. They make them these little like leeches that go into your ear and. And uh, wow. and that's the gold in the show. And, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's just it's really interesting, like because uh, obviously the show had like oh, I want to say like nine or ten seasons, and so it, it kind of exceeded the popularity of the movie. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people, especially me, like when I go back and rewatch this, I see a couple things. I'm like, oh, that's different. Oh, right, this came first though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it, like the uh, Ra's servants in the show are called the Jaffa, and they always say this thing, Jaffa, Cree! And I, I, when I was watching it today, they never said that. I was like, a little disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> you're waiting for it. Yeah. I guess it's cool that uh, a show or a movie like this can like spark uh, a show that lasts so long and like yeah. has two different spinoffs, the Stargate mm-hmm. Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Oh, yeah. That was the other joke I had. I was yeah. like, is this Atlantis? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, the, the, the Disney anime. Atlantis movie. Yeah. And I was like, this is very similar. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. And, and it's funny because uh, Atlantis came out after this. So. Yeah. Yeah, because... Like, hmm, maybe, maybe they were inspired. Yeah, because Milo and Daniel are very similar characters. Yeah, and they both end up staying in the end. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's just kind of funny to see those similarities, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and And... Yet they are both very different, you know. But because uh, isn't Atlantis a period movie? Like it's, it's like uh, I think it goes back to like the, it's like the twenties, something like that. Oh, I don't want to say it's I don't, I want to say it's not quite that far back, but that might be right. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know if they ever actually say specifically. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that movie too. Cause oh I, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, that's a cool <laughs> movie. But uh, it's just funny to see movies like this, and then like it reminds you of something else and you're like, oh, I wonder if they were inspired by that, you know? I think there's actually, I'm, I'm kind of glad we, we talked about this movie because it, it brings up something that I've been wanting to like mention for a little while mm-hmm. where it's like, sometimes I watch a movie 
just to have a good time. Yeah. And it's not a good movie. It's not like it's, it's not a bad movie. No, but like but it's, it's not it's not like this monumental piece of like amazing art where everyone like loves it and they're dissecting it for hours trying to figure out what the, yeah. was going on in the director's head when they made this decision. It's yeah. like no, this movie's just fun. Yeah, it's, it's just good. It's a fun It's it's entertainment and that's yeah. that's the the like center the central idea of movies is mm-hmm. to entertain people. Mm-hmm. Because they have to be so so short. Like in the grand scheme of things a movie is incredibly short. It's only yeah. two hours. Right. In fact, usually I'd say probably close to like an hour and a half. Yeah, hour and a half, hour 45. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, that's a bite-sized piece of media. Yeah. I mean, there's been days where I've watched like four or five movies in a day. Yeah. Right. And so it, it works for the, the modern day because it's like, oh, I can take my kids for in the afternoon, go watch a movie, we can, you know, entertain them for have the day. Have a good time, yeah. Yeah. And, and it doesn't always have to be this fantastic amazing thing that, that you think about all yeah, day changes you, know, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like i there i can think of so many times where i've just been like browsing through like netflix or, or like voodoo or something whatever it is and just be like i remember seeing that movie like some trailers for that i want to watch that and it is just like this good fun goofy you know, having a good time, blowing stuff up, and yeah, and it's it's just does, really enjoyable. Just you know, that. the main characters are gonna get out in the end. You know, yeah. you and know. there's there's yeah. several movies where I've like I've thought about being like, okay, I want to talk about that, but I'm not sure because it's like it falls into this realm where it's like it's not this movie that changed me, but that doesn't mean I didn't like it. Yeah, that doesn't mean I don't want to talk about it because right. it is. To me, it's an important part of movies. It's just to have good fun. Yeah. And, like, like whenever I see this movie now, I'm not going to think back of, like, wow, I loved, I loved like, Kyler's insight on that. <laughs> like, it, made, it made me remember, like, something better about Kyler. Now we're good friends. It's yeah. just like, man, I remember that one time when me and Kyler watched that movie. That was fun. Yeah, that was a lot and of fun. And that's all it needs to be. <laughs> and that's talking about uh, Kurt Russell's jawline. And... Oh, yes, Kurt Russell. <laughs> He's an attractive man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. I mean, and that's one thing. I mean, one of my most favorite things about this movie is just one sliver of this movie, and it's just a <laughs> such a superficial, small little thing. But it's, uh, I love one-liners, and Kurt Russell probably has one of my favorite in any movie when he's he's fighting the. Uh, I'm gonna call him a Jaffa because that's what I remember from the show. Yeah. He's fighting one of the Jaffa, and. Uh, and uh, at the end, you know, the big teleport rings are coming down, are coming down and he says, uh, give my regards to King Tut, asshole. And it's just <laughs> just the way that he said it. And just, yeah. oh, I, I love it. <laughs> it's so silly. And it's like, goofy. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. I love it when it's goofy. Especially when it's like self-aware. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just, it's such a Kurt Russell thing. I mean, you know, like if he didn't say something like that, I would have been disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were like, man, that should have been a one line. Yeah, that should have been something. Yeah. And he kind of had one earlier where, uh, you know, when they took the, the hood off of him and he's like, hey, how you doing? Boom, and shot him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you said, this movie is a blast. You know, you mm-hmm. you, you have fun watching it. And, I and think... it, it takes us, I mean, for us, it takes us back to like our childhood. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit further back than that. But sure, this is yeah. still the kind of movie that I watched when I was a kid. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, my parents were old school, so they had all the VHSs. Yeah, I would watch all the like, like seventies and eighties VHSs from Disney. And there's actually, I was talking to you about it at the beginning. There's like three or four movies with Kurt Russell in them. That's like yeah. this weird 
like community college with like science experiments yeah. and they might or might not be in the same continuity but it's all like the same actors and yeah. the same characters <laughs> but I'm not sure <laughs> and they're just like these weird goofy things but I watched them like like 20 or 30 times as a kid yeah. because it was one of the things my parents had and watching this just like brought me right back into that me being like like 10 years old sitting on the couch watching Kurt Russell driving around in his little car and turn people invisible. (laughs) Well, that's kind of... I have a similar experience, but specifically with this movie, I mean, these are the type of movies my dad would show me when I was younger. Obviously, he showed me cartoons and things, too, like you would show your kids, but my dad was like, ooh, I love this awesome movie where Kurt Russell says a sick one-liner. I want to show my my six-year-old son this. Yeah. (laughs) And, And so, like, I grew up with these movies where I would see how excited my dad would get where he, like you said, he's not going into those movies, uh, you know, like especially this kind of movie to, you know, have a life changing experience or, you know, uh, you know, no, he's going yeah. in cause he wants to have fun. Yeah. And obviously my dad loves movies like Blade Runner and Interstellar and things like that, where he does think whenever I watch these movies, I just think of how my dad just has fun with these movies and how I have had fun with him and still have fun watching these with him. I think that's also like a good parallel with, with like what we want to do. Yeah. I know we've talked about it several times, Yeah, but it's like his excitement and his love for movies, even if it was something just like this where it's just fun. Yeah. It, it, it had an effect on you. So like, even if it didn't have a deeper meaning, yeah, it still meant something to you. Because you and your dad did it together. Yeah. And helped build that relationship. And it's still one of those things, too, where it's like, like you said, you know, there may not have been a deeper connection or something more to think about. But there are times where I'll just call my dad and we'll be talking. And I'm like, hey, you remember that uh, line Kurt Russell says, you know, the uh, send my regards to King Tut asshole. (laughs) And he's like, oh, yeah, that was great. That was awesome. (laughs) And then you guys get to have a little moment. Yeah. like. I didn't have that with with anyone in my family per se, but yeah. But I think it was more so like I would go see movies with my friends, and then we just like we talk about stuff. And, yeah, you know, come up with like stories in our heads yeah. and things like that. And and I had a very active imagination. So oh yeah, <laughs> coming up with with fantasies and stories and worlds and yeah. stuff all the time. And so I don't know. I just I've always loved movies, and Me I, too. I I love being able to share my love of movies. And being able to share it with, like, your love of movies. Yeah. Because it just, it makes things that I might not necessarily have been like, oh, that's really cool. It it makes it really cool. Yeah. It makes it really cool for me, even if I only have, like, that that secondhand experience. Right. And I, I love sharing that with other people. Like, I love, like, going into this movie and... Being like, oh man, I can't wait for Dallin to see Kurt Russell say this. <laughs> you know, oh, man. that and, was really highlight for you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, that's one of those things. It's like I love this movie and I have a whole time, but like, it's it's funny when I just I just latch onto like a specific moment, and that's just mm-hmm. something that sticks with me. It's like, like you said, like we've said multiple times, there might not be a big theme that sticks with you, but. In most movies that I enjoy, there's something that sticks with me, whether it's mm. a line, uh, an image, uh, you know, something. I think we, we've mentioned a, f- a few times, possibly, um, we want to talk about, like, like moments, memories, memories. and magic. Yeah. That's our, kind of like our three M's. Yeah. And I think this one's just memories. Like, oh, yeah. It's just nostalgia. Yeah. And nostalgia's great. Yeah. Like, 
Like, yeah, sometimes it can be a problem because it's like looking through those lens of nostalgia. Everything's sure. amazing back yeah. in the day. But like at the same time, it's like it's still great to look yeah. back and just enjoy that. Yeah. Just be like, man, I was a kid. I didn't, I didn't care about anything. Yeah. I was just running around with my action figures and my bionicles. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just really interesting to uh, go back and just look at this type of movie or other movies like this through your perspective back then. You know, just like, oh, man, I'm just watching a, a movie with Kurt Russell fighting aliens. And that's no, awesome. Think about it. I guess this is, it's a little bit more meaningful than I guess I'm giving it credit for. Yeah. Because, like, my last week has been nutty. Yeah. And it's been so stressful. And, like, just being an adult and having financial responsibilities yeah. and people who depend on you and a house and, like, you got to pay bills and all that crap. Oh, yeah. Like... And then, like, having people basically try to steal money from you, not to get into anything specific. But, like, it's so stressful. Yeah. And I think, like, two or three days ago, I was sitting on the bed with my wife just, like, I was just, like, depressed. Yeah. Because I was going, I was talking through, like, all of my problems, kind of just to get it off my chest. But at the same time, like, I was like, man, we are just, like, we are messed up. And, and like, being able to kind of, I'm starting to tear up a little bit. <laughs> Being able to sit down and watch a movie like this and just have fun and, like, get don't, out of yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about anything. Ah, it's so refreshing. It is. Like, and that's that's one thing that I think, you know, some people, you know, it's fine. Enjoy movies how you enjoy them. But, like, some people just don't realize that just turn your mind off. Just watch this movie and don't worry about anything else, you know? Yeah, escape for a little bit. Yeah, escape. Exactly. And I think that one thing that this movie does really well is yeah. because sometimes you don't want to think about everything, about like, you know, Christopher Nolan movie, about, you know, like, <laughs> like, like what exactly is happening. You don't have all those deep thoughts. You want to be able like... to be like, I know Kurt Russell and James Spader are going to get out in the end. And they're going to live. And they're going to be live, happy. And... But it's going to be great, you know? Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. That's, that's great. And if it can, you know, like you said, you had a kind of a crappy week, you know, if it can take the stress away from that for a little bit. It just kind of made me, like, forget. Yeah. Like, I think that was kind of the reason why I was getting a little emotional because I was thinking back and be like, man, like, less than 48 hours ago, I was just like, I was laying in my bed and I was like, I don't even want to get out. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't care at this point. I was exhausted. I was so tired and so done. Yeah. And today I'm sitting here talking to you. <laughs> this this about dumb podcast. About and I'm just like, yeah, we watched the movie about yeah. freaking aliens and, <laughs> and, and robots and, and, and laser <laughs> spears. And <laughs> I was like, this is great. Yeah. And it's and just. I, and I, just like the fact that I, it didn't even cross my mind where I was. Yeah. It, like mentally. I, that's kind of, it's kind of magical. It's the joy of movies, it. man. Yeah. Like, that's why I love them so much. That's why, you know, many people ask me why I... Because, you know, I get some people aren't the type of to rewatch movies or to, you know, like... You know, some, it's just not some people's bag. But everyone has that thing that just lets them escape for a little bit, I think. you know. Yeah. So, and if you don't, it's like, find it. Because you're going to need it. Yeah. Everyone needs it. And something. I think that's the joy of movies for me is like... I, I love watching them because it just lets me... Get get away. Get away. Oh, yeah, it's an escape. Because like you said, you know, especially as we're getting older, being an adult sucks sometimes. And yeah, I'm sure sometimes. everyone knows that, you know. There are times that just make you want to 
give up. Give up. <laughs> but then you watch a movie like this that just makes you smile. Yeah. Just gives you... And I got to watch it with a really good yeah, friend. And you get, yeah, and you get to watch it with a friend. And, and we get to be dorks and talk about yeah. it for an hour. And that's fantastic. Like, uh, sometimes I get like... Uh, we're kind of talking more about like philosophy yeah. in this movie. But it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's what this movie made us realize. You yeah. Know? And I think... Find, find something you're passionate about and then don't be sorry. Yeah. Don't be sorry to talk about it. Don't be sorry to be a, a nerd. Or to be happy about it. Because yeah. like we said, you know, it's like, it's something that brings you joy. Something that lets you escape being an adult, being a, you know, because <laughs> we, we talked about how this movie brought us back to feelings that we had when we were a kid. That is such a great feeling to have, yeah. you know. That was, that was one of my fears for so many years. Yeah. Like, as I started to grow up, I mean, like, I'm only, I'm not even 25, but yeah. I'll be 25 in a month, but like... I have so much life left ahead of me. But at the same time, like, ten years ago, I had no idea. And so as I was growing up and, like, you know, getting out of high school and, like, starting to go out of the world, I was like, man, I don't don't want to become, like, a sad, boring adult. Like, I people would kind of make me feel bad for liking Bionicles and, and, and and like, Nerf guns and stuff like that. And I was just like, no, that's... That's cool. That's what makes me me. I don't want to be a different person. I just want to be an older version of me. Yeah. Hopefully a better one. But like, yeah. I I think everyone should always try to hold on to things that, that make them remember their childhood. Yeah. And like, be a kid. Because kids are, they're so innocent and like pure. I mean, they're also demons. But at the same time, <laughs> it's like, the joy of a child is so, so just straightforward. Where it's like, man, this is cool and I don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. I can use my little McDonald's spaceship thing that I got from my Happy Meal, and I can fly it around for, for two weeks, and that's all I care about. <laughs> yeah. It's just so innocent and great and, to be able to do. And that's one thing I think this movie really did, because I was thinking about it before we started, you know, uh, we've always tried to bring something deeper. You know, we didn't even expect this to... Absolutely uh, yeah, not. To, I had to, to manifest no out of it. But, but, like, I was like, oh, what... What do I really love about this movie? What do I... And I love the movie itself, but the one thing it really does is make me think about those days when I'd get home from school or something. My dad would get home from work, and he'd be like... And I'd be like, okay, what are we watching today? Yeah, and that excitement. Yeah. Just, like, looking forward to it. And I I don't remember a specific memory, but it was probably something along the lines of, like, oh, I get home. I'm like, oh, uh, I can't wait for dad to get home from work. And he gets home. He's like, all right. We're watching Stargate tonight, and I'm like, "Ooh, what's that?" You know, and he's and just that name sounds cool. Yeah, and then he's excited, and he's excited for me to watch it, and I get excited watching it with him, and just I guarantee you, if I watched this movie when I was like ten, mm-hmm. the first thing I would have done, like the, the afterward or the next morning or something, is pull out my bionicles and try to build one of the like oh, the the guys. guys. I would have yeah. immediately done that, and be like, give him a spear, it's yeah. just laser, like this is so cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. It's just a wonderful thing for a movie to be able to do that for you, yeah. you know, and 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 also bring up this thing that, you know, we didn't even think we would talk about for Stargate, but <laughs> you know, just right, this... we, we were talking before we started recording. We we're like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna have anything deep about this, but that's fine. That's we'll fine. Yeah, we'll just talk about how fun it is, and yeah. and you know, I think this deepness is. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily completely about this movie, but this movie made us realize that. Yeah. You know? And then now we might we might remember this. Yeah. When we watch a different movie. Right. And who exactly. knows? Maybe maybe someone who listens 
they'll think about this too and be like, oh yeah, that yeah. was a movie I watched when I was a kid. I want to go watch that again. Yeah. I'd be like, let me go get my brother or my sister or my dad or whoever. Yeah. I'd be like, this was a movie when we watched when we, like 20 years ago. Yeah. Let's go watch it again. Just because. Like, just because yeah. it, it reminds us when we were kids. Yeah. And just, that's the joy of movie, man. Like, <laughs> I love, like, they're my favorite thing in the world. And it's hard to explain sometimes, you know, like, oh, man, you're just sitting on a couch, you know, staring at a TV. It's much more than that, man. Like, you're transported to another world for two hours. Yeah. You know, whether it's good, bad, you know, like, it, it just, it brings me this joy, you know. Yeah. And and I think that's another another good highlight is like again, like this this movie specifically isn't necessarily what we're talking about. Like yeah. like it, it didn't have to be Stargate. It yeah. could have been, you know, a hundred other movies. But but like just the mentality behind like always trying to find something good mm-hmm. in what you're watching. And it's not always there. I'm not gonna no, try yeah. to lie to you and yeah. pretend that there's always something worth watching. Yeah, no, there are gonna be times where you'll put on a movie and it just isn't grabbing you or yeah. you know and and that's fine. That's okay, yeah. But but at the same time, it's like, there a lot of times, there are things to love mm-hmm. when, when you might not normally see it. It might yeah. not be the typical kind of thing. And it might be like someone else's enjoyment that makes you enjoy it. Yeah. It might be some other circumstance or, or situation or something that happened to you and it's like, this reminded me of that. Or, yeah. Or I don't know. But it's just like, if I can pick out, like, some deeper meaning like that that makes me freaking cry, basically. <laughs> we're tired about a goofy movie like Stargate. Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> that I didn't even know we were watching until today. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't know, it's just so cool to be able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. And I, I kind of love that it's Stargate. It is the movie yeah. that sparked this, <laughs> you know. that Because, like we said earlier, it's like, we it's a fun movie but it's nothing you know that was meant to be anything other than it was a space movie with kurt russell and james spader yeah, and but, just coincidentally launched a, a three series spin-off yeah. tv show went for twenty thousand <laughs> seasons and had a million episodes <laughs> no i mean it had the first <laughs> stargate sg1 had not like nine or ten seasons so yeah, yeah that's just a coincidence <laughs> but anyway it's like it's just so great that we can find this in a movie yeah. like that and you know man maybe look at whatever you're watching or you know whether you go and watch stargate or <laughs> you watch something else and just think about just like think about the, the first time you saw it or the you know who else loves it you know because that's one thing i really have picked up from this movie is i obviously love this movie too but one of the reasons i love it is because my dad loves it yeah and it reminds you of him yeah and, and then that's all you need. Yeah. You just gotta think about those memories. Yeah, man. And it's just, uh, that's kind of what the point of our podcast is. Like, we were also talking about how, you know, sometimes we don't want to be, you know, we, we don't want to, oh, we'll be too positive or overly positive or whatever. But, yeah. like, I, I didn't, I didn't want to come off as to, like, like, you, you open up the next episode and you're like, oh, they talked about this movie. I wonder what they're going to say. Yeah. Like, because so far, we've all, like, every single movie we've talked about, we're just, like, excited the whole time. Yeah. And and I was worried. I was like, I don't want that to get boring. But then at the same time, like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, there's there's so much... I could probably find 
so many reviews on YouTube and stuff of, of half the movies we've watched where they're just like tearing it apart. And maybe that's entertaining to watch, but like, what does it add? Like, right. what does it do? It's no. just like you're just tearing people down and you're being angry, you're being vitriolic. Like, that doesn't produce anything that I really want to participate in. And, and if you if you like watching that, that's fine. But that's yeah. just... I don't want to create that. Right. I don't want to spread that. Yeah. It, it's already out there. If you wanted to see it, you could watch a thousand other people do it. I want to be happy. Because I like to think that's what I am. Yeah. My day-to-day life. I'm just a happy guy. And I get excited about things. And I and I tell people about it yep. when I shouldn't. Because <laughs> they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like, I'm passionate. And I just... I got to get it out. Yeah. And this gives us an outlet. Yeah, and that's how I am too. Because I've been dubbed by some of uh, our friends as the Paula Abdul of liking movies. Yes, <laughs> and uh, which isn't uh, which isn't a uh, um, it's not inaccurate. It, it's, no, that's absolutely it, yeah. accurate. <laughs> yeah, because I love so many different movies, but it, it's because I with a lot of movies I have these. Even if it's not that great a movie, I have so many moments where I'm like, oh, I remember this moment with my dad or with my sister or with my friend or with my, you know. And, and I think more so for, from what I've experienced. Because, yeah. I mean, I also really love yeah. movies, but it's not nearly to the same level. Yeah. Like, I, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. talk to people all the time yeah. about all these yeah. movies that I love. But one thing that I love about what you do is you always know these facts. You know, little tidbits. Like, oh, the director did this. Or like... He told the actors to do this during the scene, or, or like Aragorn broke his toe when he kicked that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, I love that. I, I love that you just like know these things that a lot of people wouldn't know about movies and like the behind the scenes stuff and different things that they tried and did. And, yeah. and it's just like the journey more so than just the film. And, yeah. and and I think one thing we also try to highlight occasionally is like the director didn't make this movie by themselves. No, they didn't. It wasn't yeah. just the director and the actors. It was yeah. hundreds of people yeah. that had to go through and, and draw in those laser beams and, <laughs> and build the animatronics and oh, control yeah. the animatronics and build mm-hmm. those sets and stuff. It's like, I, I, knowing things about those people, even if they never know that we know it, yeah. like, that that's the kind of thing that would make me happy if I was one of those people. Yeah. It's like someone out there appreciated my work, even yeah. if they didn't know it was me. Yeah, and one thing I really like that you just mentioned is that it's the journey that we go on, yeah. you know, and that's that's how I kind of view. Like you said, I have a lot of facts. I mean, I mean, well, one thing about this that I haven't said yet is, fun fact: James Spader he uh, he took this movie for pretty much just a paycheck. He didn't like the script. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he thought it was silly, and uh, and I think he still does. Which is, it's Whoa. just funny. It's just funny seeing that sometimes these actors. Yeah, they're like he's like yeah, you know what? I'll do it. It's fun, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just like I just like learning about them and just like, uh, like it's just, your passion. Yeah, going on this journey and sharing it with others. You know, exactly. I know some people may get annoyed by my fun <laughs> facts, but uh, man, I think we should start that every episode. We got another fun fact. Another Kyler fun fact today. <laughs> today in Kyler's fun facts. <laughs> It's but I like. This is the one year anniversary of Kyler's fun facts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I won't complain. I love sharing fun facts about. Him. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just that's. I just love the journey, like you said. You know, like, passion breeds passion. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm glad, like I said earlier, I'm glad that we started this conversation by talking about <laughs> Star Trek. You know, we could have been talking about... Not Star Trek, Stargate. Star <laughs> oh, Trek was last time. Stargate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Careful, there's a lot of stars out there. You yeah. Know? You don't want to offend the Star fans. Wars, Star Trek, Stargate, Starcraft, <laughs> Star Wars, you know. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad that it's this movie that we were talking, because it could have been any you know, and we have talked a little bit about this kind of stuff, but I'm glad that we had this kind of epiphany about, yeah. you know, like... <laughs> Connected all the dots. Yeah, yeah, about kind of why we're doing this, you know, yeah. and... And that it gets to be in a little goofy movie like this. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Kurt Russell, for all that you do. Your jawline, your one-liners, your hair. Man, now I'm just thinking about Kurt Russell. Let's just call this episode the Kurt Russell episode. <laughs> Spend the next 20 minutes just talking about Kurt just Russell. Talk about Kurt Russell. <laughs> Snake Plissken. I think that's a I think it's a good spot to end. Yeah. Like we talked about all the all the goofy stuff we wanted to and yeah. then we got deeper than we ever expected and it, it, I think it went great. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully people will enjoy it. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in, guys, because we really enjoy talking about this every week. So thanks for listening to us uh, talking about this silly movie Stargate. But uh, we'll see you next time. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen. And always remember, watch what you love and love what you love.